Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Rosie Gildethorpe. How are you doing, Dr. Rosie, and where are you hanging out right now? I'm very good, thank you. So I'm in the UK in Bushy Heath, which is near Watford, near London, sort of. Oh, interesting, interesting. It's a pleasure having you here today. So Dr. Rosie is a clinical psychologist, podcaster, writer, and social entrepreneur. She helps other psychologists and therapists to set up and grow independent practices that allow them to reach more people, make more impact, and live according to their values. Her online course, Psychology Business School, supports psychologists and therapists to build a strong foundation for their practice. The Do More Than Therapy membership helps those who are already established to make the changes they want to see in the world. She also runs a busy online practice serving business leaders and entrepreneurs who struggle with their mental health. I think your mission and statement, as you say on your website, to having a successful career doesn't have to mean living in a constant state of burnout. It's, it's remarkable and, and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So shall we dive in? Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to it. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So with Psychology Business School, my ideal clients are mental health professionals who are tired of the system. So maybe they've been working for a long time, they've started to get a bit burnt out, feel like they're not able to help people in the way that they want to. So they strike out on their own and they want to start an independent practice so that they can provide the best clinical work they know how. But it's just really hard and they get stuck and they don't know a lot about business because we're not trained in that. Um, so often they end up replicating some of the same mistakes and burning themselves out even more in private practice. And, and that's kind of where I come in to try and help rescue people from that and allow them to create something that's fulfilling, but also allows them to balance the other commitments in their life. Because most mental health professionals are balancing some kind of caring commitment, whether that's parenting or looking after elderly relatives. Nearly everybody that I work with has a lot going on at home as well as at work. Mm. So I love that you come to the rescue. So this is really <laughs> important piece here. So um, let us explore what are the common mistakes you know they typically make when trying to solve that problem. Yeah, so often we're not people that like to shout about what we do. So a lot of psychologists and therapists, when they set up an independent practice, will kind of try to do it under the radar and be quite anonymous. So it might be that they don't even tell their friends and family that they're in private practice. We can have a lot of shame about it, 
especially here in the UK, we love our NHS. And when we step away from that, there's often this big kind of cloud of shame that comes up for people. And that means we tend to silence ourselves. We don't go to networking events. We don't even tell people we know about our businesses. Um, the most common thing I see actually is posting really boring stuff on social media, like really bland, um, you know, inspirational statements or quotes, which aren't going to engage anybody. They're not saying anything new, but they just feel very safe and you can post them from a nice company profile and keep your face and personality completely out of it. I see a lot of that in, in marketing for newbies. Mm, no, definitely. So the connection to marketing is always there. But I think you uh, the, you hit a very interesting point uh, on stating on the shame. So this is always underrated, uh, not always, but you know, most of the time underrated. And uh, it's a really crucial topic that uh, it's not so much spoken of. So thank you for addressing this, Dr. Rosie. So before I ask Dr. Rosie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Dr. Rosie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Well, if you're in that place where you're being a bit anonymous and maybe a bit boring, perhaps, in your marketing, then the best thing you can do for your business is to go out and network. And obviously, we haven't been able to go and do that in person for a long time, um, but there are loads of free networking events that you can access online. If you type in business networking near me into Google, you will come up with loads of events that are currently being held on Zoom. Um, but they'll resume face-to-face -face fairly soon, probably over here anyway. Um, and it is well worth getting yourself along to as many of those as you can and just practicing talking, talking, talking about what you do and who you help. Because these are a great source of referrals um, of people who are likely to recommend you word of mouth. Um, and those people are most likely to pay your full fee, <laughs> which is a really important um, aspect of, of your business plan. Um, so I definitely recommend it from that perspective, but you'll also hear people working in lots of varied ways. So it was at a networking event that I learned about social enterprise, which is the business model that I've now adopted and feel most comfortable with. I never would have, if I hadn't struck out into these kind of generic business networking events, I never would have come across that way of working. So you can learn so much from attending these things and you'll get so much better at talking about why you do what you do and, and putting your passion across to other people as well so that would be my number one oh definitely i love this tip and uh, uh it's so true and thank you for sharing this this wonderful insight here and it's so true that you know well we all are living on Zoom. We're doing this on Zoom right now. <laughs> and so it's, but it's also kind of like, you know, the, 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 that's not such a big step, you know, if you're not used to net to go to networking events, you have that kind of distance on Zoom, but you're very close to the people. And it's, I think in, in some, to some degree, it's much easier to connect uh, with people online. Um, because, you know, there's not the social gathering or the shame comes into play. Uh, so I think it's, uh, it, it really helped a lot to uh, gain more traction in, in, in marketing, in our marketing efforts um, as entrepreneurs, as we should be, right? Mm, definitely. 
So yeah, so what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to um, that um, might help with that issue also in a broader sense? So I guess the number one would be my podcast, um, which is called The Business of Psychology, and you can find it at psychologybusinessschool.com. Um, and along with the first few episodes, which are all about getting out there and networking and refining your business plan, we've created a, a checklist that people can download. So if you go along to psychologybusinessschool.com, you'll find all the podcast episodes and the checklist that goes along with that to just help you get started with confidence that you've got all of your bases covered. You've got a plan in place and you know what you're doing. <laughs> you'll need that, I think. No, wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And also, uh, we will put the, the link in the show description so folks can check it out. So don't miss this wonderful resource that Dr. Rosie provided for you. Excellent. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Well, it relates to the shame aspect, actually. Um, and that's how to set your fees in a way that won't screw you over. <laughs> Because we do tend to, as mental health professionals, set our fees so low when we go into independent practice that actually it's impossible to make a living, let alone do any of the other stuff we might want to do, like you know, help people on really low incomes. Um, so I'm really passionate about that. And uh, we've got lots on the Business of Psychology podcast about how to get your, your fees at a level which, um, which support you and support your plans for making impact in, in the world of mental health as well. Mm, that, thank you for sharing. This is uh, excellent because it's, it's a foundation of everything. So you don't want to um, mess this up, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So this brings me to my final question, uh, Dr. Rosie. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, I, this is such a lovely question to answer, actually. So at the moment, I'm pregnant with my third child. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. You can't see on Zoom. I'm getting away with it. Already um, having the goosebumps. <laughs> thank you. That's enough. <laughs> um, but I've got a, a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, and just sort of watching them as the kind of bump gets bigger, making sense in their tiny minds of what's happening um, is really, really sweet. And, and yesterday, um, my, my daughter kind of came and kissed the bump and my son was stroking it. It was so cute. Um, and I think, yeah, that's got to be the number one goosebumps moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wonderful. This is this is so cute. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing this wonderful goosebumps moment with uh, your loved ones, your kids. And uh, it's always uh, it's always amazing to have these these little moments. So thank you, Dr. Rosie, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.